Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, Frank Vogel is really happy to have Wayne Ellington back. The Lakers can't believe that they were able to get Carmelo Anthony for the amount that they got him, nor can they believe that he was out of the league for that little stretch that he was. And Eastern Conference executives are twisting a knife in my back of Alex Caruso. When asked about uh, what Brain- Wayne Ellington brings to the table now that he is back healthy, Frank Vogel said this, quote, Another guy trying to learn new teammates in a new system, which is part of why we are not winning more games than we are right now. But he is going to be somebody that really helps us, and is, uh, and it was good that he was just able to play and blow it out in the fourth quarter uh, the other night. He was able to play the whole quarter, see the ball go in a few times. I think anybody coming back from injury takes a few games to get their legs under them and to get their rhythm and timing right. But when you add that to the fact that we have a lot of new guys, it's going to be a process, but two positive games for him. Uh, I agree with everything that Frank said there. Uh, The fact that Ellington is dealing with or is coming back from a lower body injury type of injury, right? He, he, he pulled his hammy and because of that, like you got to be really careful about, uh, the way that you get back and, and, and working yourself into shape, uh, because you don't want to exacerbate the situation, but you also got to try to stay in shape somehow. And so it's that balance that you're trying to find there. And more often than not, it's the conservative approach, especially for guys at Wayne Ellington's age where, all right, let's just shut it down for a bit, not work out for a couple days and then play catch up however you have to. And and I think the last couple games we have seen Ellington try to play that catch up. The first game looked like somebody who was who was uh significantly behind uh in terms of recovering and all of that as one would expect. And then in the last game I thought he did some pretty good things. He knocked down a couple shots, hit some threes on the move, which is what the Lakers are really going to be looking for him to do. And and you know the 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 point that Frank makes about, hey, this is somebody who is really going to help them. Remember, this is somebody in Wayne Ellington who was penciled in as a starter uh, in that athletic article that was basically relaying LeBron's vision for the Lakers, right? And and so for where Ellington is right now, where the Lakers are right now, just getting guys back and also just getting guys back who can serve a role, know what they have to do, and then fill an important need for the Lakers, in this case shooting, Like just getting more guys like that is going to help at the end of the day, so long as he stays on track and continues to to get his legs under him and, and get that rhythm back to where he needs to be to be a productive shooter. The thing with shooters is we're a finicky bunch, right? It's kind of like golfers, where if any little thing doesn't quite feel right, there are, it, it just sets off a, a domino effect that can sometimes unravel uh, somebody's rhythm. And for for Wayne Ellington, given how precise he needs to be on his jumper and and given the things that he is asking uh, of himself to do to be a, a, a consistent enough jump shooter to where the Lakers need him to be, he needs to be 100%. So it's good to see that he's getting back there. And it's also great to see that Frank Vogel acknowledges how important he is to the team given what it means elsewhere across the roster whenever he and more guys are healthy. All right, the next thing on the docket here is that Carmelo Anthony has been lighting the world on fire, especially in Staples Center. Away from Staples Center, we don't have to talk about that. But in Staples Center, he has been incredible. And honestly, 
has provided some of the best moments that the Lakers have given uh, so far this season. And the Lakers, after every performance that he gives, uh, they tend to get asked, hey, can you believe this guy was out of the league just a couple years ago? And usually it's something along the lines of like, yeah, man, I can't believe it. It's so crazy. Uh, The latest person to say something like that was uh, Frank Vogel and Anthony Davis. So first quote from Frank, uh, I honestly never understood it. I really didn't. I actually thought that when he went to Houston with the shooting ability and their uh, capacity to shoot threes, he would have been a a great fit. I don't know really what happened there, but when he got to Portland, he gave them really good minutes in production. He obviously got a lot. He's obviously got a lot in the tank and we're excited to have him. I just never understood it. And then uh, Anthony Davis says, quote, uh, it's definitely surprising. He's a great scorer. He's a great mentor for guys, great leadership. He's savvy. He's a vet. He knows the game. And he brings so much to a team. It's shocking that nobody wanted him a couple of years ago, but we'll, uh, but we'll be more than happy to have him. Uh, this is, and then Russell Westbrook just, you know, as the, as the icing on the cake here, he's a Hall of Famer. He knows his worth. He's never wavered since I've known him. He's always kept his head in the right place. And that's why he's been playing well for the last couple of years, regardless of what other people may think of him in his game or what they see his value as. Us here understand his value. We understand how to use him. We'll do a great job all year of continuing to make the game easy for him. Unless it's the fourth quarter and you're busy shitting away to lead. Ain't that right, Russ? But um, one thing that I, I, I'm kind of happy that Davis... So when LeBron gets asked about it, and then you kind of hear it a little bit there with Russ where they blame everybody else across the league for, for Carmelo Anthony falling out of the league, which like to a certain extent... I'm fine with admitting at this stage that, uh, you know, he he probably shouldn't have been completely out of the NBA. Uh, but that said, he was also reluctant to adapt to a role that fit his, uh, you know, the, the type of player that he was back then. So that also kind of sort of needs to be said, though his teammates, granted, aren't going to say that now. But the part of it that really kind of like when I see it, I kind of roll my eyes a little bit is when somebody like Ron says, like, oh, yeah, the whole league messed up. It's like, well, you're a part of that league, right? You were right there. Uh, LeBron was the GM of the Lakers, basically, and and Anthony Davis is somebody who has had Rob Polinka's ear. At any point, they could have said, hey, we should probably go out and get this guy when he was available, and he was, uh, and and yet they didn't. You know, So uh, consider the Lakers right there with those teams that made the mistake and, and kind of overlooking him. But then also, you know, Carmelo deserves a little bit of blame here too because, hey, we see what he's doing now in this role. Imagine what he could have been earlier in his career when he had a little bit more pep in his step if he was to accept the type of basketball that he's playing right now it's it's kind of a missed it's it's kind of a bummer that we never really got to see that other than in that olympic setting and it's always funny when we say oh olympic mellow this and olympic mellow that like the reason olympic mellow was so incredible was because he accepted that role he did those things that you need to do in the nba to win important basketball games now he's doing those things and it has earned himself a nice steady position back in the nba and it's great to have him here all right, last Lakers story that we have to discuss here, and I don't want to talk about it too much because, frankly, it hurts. Uh, and <laughs> the headline here uh, on SilverScreenRoll.com, NBA executives can't, can't believe the Lakers didn't keep Alex Caruso. You know what? 
I agree. I can't believe it either. I don't want to talk about it anymore. All right, so that's going to do it here for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown. Uh, last couple things that I want to make you guys aware of. Obviously, Taco Tuesday is already up on the feed right now. And then tonight, Wednesday night, Lakers play the Heat. It is a nationally televised game. The pressure cooker will make its debut. I'm going to sit here at this computer, no matter how that game is going, and we'll either really enjoy the way the game is being played, or I'll give you guys Orca facts. Who knows? But the pressure cooker tonight, uh, we will send out that link as we are getting ready to go live. Cannot wait to get this underway and 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 uh, watch this game with you guys and watch these games with you guys. Uh, let's get it together. Also want to send a, a shout out to my father-in-law. Uh, had a had a heart attack and is heading in for uh, open heart surgery. Maybe by the time you guys are listening to this right now. So if y'all could just spare a, an extra prayer, some good vibes, whatever whatever positivity you guys have to put out into the universe, I would greatly appreciate it. Jen would greatly appreciate it. Our family would greatly appreciate it. And, and Roger, if you're listening, I love you. Thank you for everything. Can't wait to see you again, buddy.